Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, live from the WDCX studios, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, good morning to you. Steve Tiber along with Mike Fiella. Week number two of Hope Reigns here with yeah. Eight Days of Hope. Mike, the last week was amazing. Oh, you, I'm, I'm still all week thinking of what some of the testimony that uh, Chris brought to the table. You know, I, I still think about those ladies in the choir that <laughs> built a house with him and and just just the the power of what God's doing in his life. Amen. I, his testimony of a gentleman who was battling drugs and alcohol, his marriage was on the rocks, he was kicked out of the house, he had nowhere to turn, and a friend met him at his deepest moment, a new friend, someone he had never met to that moment. His name was Charlie. Charlie. Was that amazing? To think that, and Charlie, it seems just so laid back, sitting in his driveway, waiting for Chris to come, who's, Charlie gave him a place to stay, and he's just sitting there, very quiet, content, got his Bible, and just and just loved on Chris, and that's that, wow. that's what turned it around. That See, love factor. So listeners are saying, who's Chris Childs and who's Eight Days of Hope? Well, welcome to Hope Reigns. We're an hour-long uh, radio broadcast every Saturday from nine to ten Eastern Time. You can hear it on our website. And if this is your first day listening, you want to go to our website, eightdaysofhope.com, and listen to the first week. Um, we have it archived. All of our shows are broadcast or archived there. But Chris Childs, one of our rapid response managers, lives in Mississippi. And we're going to have him and his wife on here in just a couple moments. But uh, tell the listeners about Eight Days of Hope. Just maybe a nutshell of who we are, what we do, that type of stuff. Disaster relief, rebuild. Uh, whenever there's a disaster uh, around the country, you've even helped out in Hawaii when the volcanoes were there. But it's an organization of all volunteers. Uh, that when we go into an area to rebuild after disasters, and now we also have the rapid response. And all it is is a heart that's willing to sign up. You get yourself there. You're fed three square meals a day. You can get your laundry done. Oh, I like that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and you're put to work serving, loving people that for no reason of their own, as you've said many times, have w- woke up in the morning and their house is just gone mm-hmm. or their life is just turned upside down. And you and I, as we go, have an opportunity to serve, to help, and to love on these people. So it's free uh, to be included on our next outreach. Go to 8daysofhope.com, submit your email address, and we will email you whenever we go anywhere. Uh, as we talk to Chris here in a couple minutes, he's in the southeast helping with the tornadoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always something going. Last year, there was 969 disasters in America. Wow. We're based out of Tupelo, Mississippi. We have a 60,000-square-foot building filled with about $2 million of donated mm. equipment. We have 152 volunteers around the country that go on a moment's notice with our rapid response team. Mm-hmm. And when we go back and rebuild, it's usually 6 to 12 months later, okay. and we give you a 90 days heads up. So rapid response, you leave in a day's notice. Right. You know, so like last week, it was like, hey, here's these tornadoes. Who can come help? And then if we go back to Panama City after Hurricane Michael later this year or, or North Carolina with Hurricane um, Florence, uh, we would give you a 90 days head up, heads up. So what, Steve, you, you, you're great with all these great with all the numbers to, the, to date. How many volunteers have stepped up? Over these, well, there's 16 trips so far. Yeah, 16 trips. So this trip that was meant, this this outreach that was meant to be my dad and I after Hurricane Katrina, Mike, mm. ended up being 694 people. And now to date, 35,000 volunteers, oh. 35,000 people 
have gone all over the country from Illinois to Texas to North Carolina, Iowa, New York, everywhere around the country to love and serve people in need. Actually, wait till you hear this, Mike. 4,800 families mm. whose homes were damaged by disaster, mm. think about it, had their 4, homes. 4,800? Families had their homes partially or totally rebuilt by the 80s old family. Oh, my. Now, oh my gosh. Again, your great numbers. How many how many dollars have we invested into, into yeah, people? About $48 million of labor. $48 million. Is that amazing? Oh, the oh, largest volunteer organization <laughs> out there serving the Lord. And, Mike, it's not because you or I, brother. I promise you, we're not that good. But oh, God man. is awesome. God is moving through his people. And again, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. And if you live in western New York, because we're broadcasting on WDCX, which you can hear on their website live or on mm-hmm. our website, That's right. we're going to announce very shortly in a couple more weeks, 8 Days of Hope Buffalo. <laughs> yes. we got to get this done soon. Buffalo. I'm getting phone calls. I'm getting text messages and emails. But it's going to be exciting. Wait and, and for the, the great announcement. Yeah, we can't wait. That's going to happen this year in July, and we're going to partner with Kingdom Bound. So if you like Kingdom Bound or you want to go on a missions trip and sleep in your own bed and eat really good and start the day with worship and devotion and end the day with worship and devotion, you want to hear more about 80s Hope Buffalo when we are allowed to tell them. Do you well, know? Well, do you even know all the facts? You're you're on our board. I, I, I am, you, and, and I'm, I, I think you know. I'm, I do, but I'm kind of staying in the dark because, like I said, I get a lot of people asking okay. me, can I get the inside scoop? So you're no. not telling Doris? N- no, she no, she doesn't want to. <laughs> no, I'm talking to my wife, okay, believe me. I hope so. Anyways, <laughs> man, we're so grateful that you're here today. Uh, so eight in the Bible means new beginnings. That's what the number is yes. defined. And so the goal today is we want to share a God story with you. Um, you know, we've, we've, we're have we going to meet some people over the next couple of weeks. I know in a couple of weeks, Steve Metcalf will be on. We'll hear about his journey yes. as a volunteer an and his journey, battle yeah. with cancer. Right. And uh, you will want to tune in for that show that's coming up in two or three weeks. Uh, but today we're going to have Chris and Nikki Charles. Mm-hmm. Chris Charles was in the corporate world, Mike. Yes. He was leading a building material. Uh, he was a builder. And his wife, Nikki, hmm. was a big shot with Coca-Cola. Ooh, Really? I know. So so put yourselves in, and I want to get too far ahead, but put yourself in their shoes. Mm. You're making the big bucks, okay? You're not making 20 grand a year, and I'm not belittling 20 grand, but they'd worked their way up in the corporate and corporate setting. Both of them were making very good money, and then God tells them both to quit their jobs and serve (laughs) me full time. Uh, and I'm sure their parents said, can I take your temperature? And uh, let's, let, you need a hospital visit or something. I really think there's a listener out there today that God's calling you to full-time ministry. Yes. I don't know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, I battled that for many years, yes. wondering, okay, God, are you exactly where I should be? Mm. And then God clearly showed me one day, confirmed with my wife, confirmed with seven friends that I met. I called you or one yep. of my seven friends on right. the phone to get your input. But I believe that today there's a listener out there, and they're just going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Should I take that step of faith? I want to encourage you, as Steve has said that, if, if that's you, to respond to it. You'll never be happy <laughs> in life. Mm. You'll never be satisfied, never be fulfilled until you answer that call and there will be a lot of wrestling but taking that step you'll it's what god has designed you to do to live a life that is fulfilling to not only to yourself but you'll what the lord has called you to do he'll he'll equip you and and guess what mike he will provide every need you have it might not be in your timing you know i left the corporate world two years ago to lead Mm -hmm. 80s hope full time and and you know 
a lot of missionaries that served with ADA Dissolve, they walked away from benefits or a, right. maybe a fancy 401k or a company mm-hmm. car. And no, I don't fly first class anymore, Mike. <laughs> I'm in the middle of those two people going to that big convention at the no. WW Weight Watcher. Anyways, oh, yeah. it just seems like I'm always that middle guy. You know, I'm like, come on, man. Oh, but you know gosh. what? God provides, Mike. He, he provides all the time. He does. You know, I, I <clears throat> quickly, I remember uh, my mother in law just after my daughter was born. We felt a tug and called in the ministry, mm. and she sat me down. She said, "Now, son, I love you, but you you, you got to do some responsibility here. You've got a family. You've got this. I know all of that, mm. but I got a call that I have to answer. If I don't, I've, I've you know I put it off for a while because you know, and I found out I was getting to be a pretty disgruntled young man. <laughs> <laughs> My wife would tell you that too. But you answer the call and fast forward it." My mother-in-law, before she passed, she started calling me her pastor. Oh I said, no, my you're gosh. my mother-in-law. She's, oh, I, I see that. what God's doing in your that. life. I remember doing her funeral. and oh. just she, it, it was just, it. God will take it and turn it around and provide everything you need. And we're going to share some of those stories, that step of faith from Chris and Nikki Childs in just a moment after we uh, meet some of our partners. We're still looking for a couple partners out there. Please reach out to us. Uh, we're uh, not only heard in Western New York and Southern Ontario, but uh, last week on our first broadcast, we had hundreds and hundreds of people uh, all over the all over the country listening to mm-hmm. our broadcast on 8daysofhope.com. You can listen to last week's archived broadcast on our website, but in just a minute we're going to introduce Chris and Nikki to you. Hey, I want to thank Kingdom Bound for being one of our partners this year mm-hmm. on this program. We're going to be doing something with Kingdom Bound, and I can't wait for that. They've got a great lineup. Uh, we're going to hear from them in a second. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun, and I know that, Mike, you'll be there. You've been there the last 98 years, it looks like, <laughs> right? I mean, that's, Grandfather, didn't they call me? <laughs> yeah, man. It's like Father Mike. You know, there he is. <laughs> grandfather. No, anyways. Oh, uh, but we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, 80s of Hope and Kingdom Bound in Buffalo here uh, down the road a little bit. Hey, when we come back, we're going to meet with Chris and Nikki Childs from Mississippi as they call in and they share their God story with you, our listeners, here on WDCX. Steve Tiber, Mike Fiello on Hope Reigns. Kingdom Bound 2019, New York's largest Christian music festival, is coming to Darien Lake Theme Park July 28th through the 31st for four amazing days. Experience the best in Christian music with For King and Country, Crowder, Bethel Music, Danny Goki, Passion Music, and dozens more artists and speakers this summer at Kingdom Bound. Camp on grounds or commute each day and experience all the festival has to offer for the entire family. Find out more and register today at kingdombound.org. That's kingdombound.org. Have you ever felt a kindred spirit with another person, church, or ministry? You know when there's that instant connection with their heart and values? Hey friends, this is Pete Jankowski, lead pastor of Life Church Buffalo. Like so many of you, we became super fans of Eight Days of Hope the moment we were introduced to them. I mean, how can you not? They make God's agenda number one which is to bring hope, love, and restoration to others. That totally resonates with the heart of Life Church. Maybe some of you have yet to make that kind of connection with a local church family. If so, then I'm here to give you a big invitation to check out Life Church this Sunday. Our desire is to make room for people at every stage of belief, to be a community that experiences God every time we're together, to grow our faith in accessible ways, and, like Eight Days of Hope, to devote ourselves to bring the hope and love of Jesus to our world so that those far from God may be brought closer to Him. For service times and information, head over to lifechurchbuffalo.com because everyone can get in on this. In the last year, 
America has experienced over 900 natural disasters. Over 600,000 families have had their world turned upside down because in a moment's notice to no fault of their own, their home is destroyed. What if this was you and your family? What would you do? Where would you go? Who would you count on to come and help? Eight Days of Hope is a ministry that has traveled the country, loving and serving families in need. Since 2005, over 4,700 families across America have met these volunteers and had their homes rebuilt for free, all in the name of Jesus. In fact, over $48 million of work has been donated to these families. Eight Days of Hope would like to invite you to learn more about this ministry. If you are a skilled professional or a person who has never picked up a hammer, there's something for you to do at 8 Days of Hope. Please visit 8daysofhope.com for more information. Welcome back to Hope Reigns. To join Steve and Mike, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. All right, we're back here with Hope Reigns, uh, progress of 8 Days of Hope. Steve Tiber along with Mike Fiella. Week number two, last week, mm. Mike, uh, was our inaugural broadcast. It was a blast. Oh, my gosh. It was so much fun, and um, it really was. Yeah. I-, I went to bed Saturday night still thinking about Chris's story. Yes, absolutely. Um, we had Chris Childs on last week. He is a rapid response manager with 8 Days of Hope. He shared a little bit about his testimony, about his journey, about him and his wife, Nikki, and right. we loved it so much. We mm. said, wait a minute. Behind every good man is an awesome woman. woman. Yes. So we had to get Nikki on here. So Chris and Nikki from Mississippi. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Nikki. Good morning. Good morning. So we are so honored the two of you are with us today. Chris, last week you shared a little bit about your testimony up to Eight Days of Hope. So um, because we want to get a lot in today, share a 90-second version of your journey uh, so I can ask Nikki some questions, uh, how you met Jesus and how people poured into you during a very dark time. All right. I grew up um, in Central Virginia. My parents, they grew up extremely poor, and uh, their mindset was they were going to spoil my brother and I, Hmm. which sounds great from a worldly perspective. But what happened was we had the nicest clothes, we had nice vehicles, and got invited to every party that uh, we shouldn't have been at. And... uh, Got into drugs and alcohol early, um, and one morning I woke up and I was a drug addict. And what a miserable place to be! Um, called my dad, he came and got me, and um, went through several programs, every kind of program you could think of. We tried everything for me to get clean. I get clean for a while, and then I'd fall off the wagon. Uh, through all of this, I met Nikki. Uh, we got married had kids, and I didn't get any better. Um, Nikki didn't realize what she was getting into when we got married. Um, One day I came home, and her and the kids were gone. I didn't know where to turn. I went to my parents' house. That didn't go well. And through all of this, the pastor of the church kept calling me just to talk. And I really needed somebody to talk. All of my buddies were gone. And uh, one one afternoon when I was driving home, he said, is there anything the church can do for you? And I told him, and I need somewhere to live, but I don't have any money. And uh, he gave me this guy Charlie's number. I went and uh, 
went to Charlie's house, and he just poured out grace and love on me. And uh, after months of being there, him reading scripture to me, I gave my life to Jesus in the garage at his home. And uh, Nikki and I were not back together, but I had purpose and um, and life. I, it's amazing, just the transformation. When I walked out of that garage, I was a different man. Uh, so, Nikki, <laughs> you know, you're, you're walking this journey with your husband, who, in essence, isn't, of course, following God's guidelines of a, of a husband or a father, and uh, you, you tell him he's got to go. And um, what was your thoughts during that time? Was was there hope in your life that he could turn it around? Had you pretty much given up? Uh, what? Tell us a little bit about your side of the journey as Chris was walking through this. Sure. Um, so both of us, just to take a step back, both of us um, really didn't grow up in the church. And um, so... At one point, uh, a couple intersected me at a gas station um, after I had just finished a counseling session, um, because at that time I'm thinking, um, is this really what marriage is supposed to be like? Um, you know, what am I doing wrong? What do I what do I need to do differently? Um, and after so many sessions, the counselor just told me. Um, you know, you're not, it doesn't sound to me that you're doing anything wrong. And if you're not happy, then um, why don't you just leave? And this is kind of a little bit earlier on in our journey. And a couple had invited me to church. And through about a year of going to church, I finally understood what it meant to walk with Jesus and invite him into my life. And, and, um, and my life was changed. And so, for a little while, I was a believing wife with an unbelieving husband, and um, I had hope because I had felt hope in Jesus, um, and at the moment that, that I surrendered my life to Him, and I just clung to um, His Word in Second Peter 3, 9, um, where it says, The Lord does not delay His promise, as some understand delay, but it is patient with you, not wanting any to perish but all to come to repentance. And so having felt that new hope in my life, um, I just held that to, to that word and said, God, if your word is true, then if you are not wanting any to perish, then that is true for my husband too. And um, although he is acting in a way that um, I wish he did not, I know that once he has you, um, in his life, that he will have a hope um, that is beyond all understanding and a peace that is all beyond understanding. And what I feel now in my life, Lord, I want him to feel. Wow. So, so Nikki, what, what was it like to see Christ change your husband? It was unbelievable. Um, <laughs> <I knew. laughs> That's a good answer. Unbelievable. <laughs> Touchdown. Unbelievable. Um, because I could tell at that moment in time that this was true, um, that it was not fake, that um, his spirit had changed, and now I could just rest in the power of what God was going to do. 
So your husband gets saved. You and your husband are involved in a church in Virginia, and your husband wants to go on a missions trip. He's in line eating. You know what? Why don't one of you tell that story of how Chris asked you if you can go on a missions trip and what the plan was behind that? Do you want to share that, or do you want me to, Nikki? You you can share that, yeah. Well, this is when the Lord had called me into full-time missions, and I was very nervous. The Lord had called me clearly to to serve him full-time, quit my job, go into missions full-time, but I was so nervous to tell Nikki that I wanted to walk away from my job that was a bunch of our income. So I waited until uh, Wednesday night at church. We had a <laughs> dinner at night. Smart and man. I, I timed it perfectly. When the pastor got in line, I followed him. So uh, I knew Nikki couldn't get mad at me too much or yell at me in front of the pastor. So I just tapped her on the shoulder and I said, hey, Nikki, the Lord's called me into full-time ministry and I want to quit my job. And she just looked at me and said, if the Lord told you to do it, and do it. Okay, so wait a minute. So I messed up there. So it wasn't asking your wife to go on a missions trip. You 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 asked your wife in the line to go eat with a pastor in front of you saying, hey, God's called me to quit my job and do full-time ministry. And of course, it was going to be for a big paycheck, wasn't it, Chris? <laughs> uh, no, no paycheck at all. So Nikki, your husband tells you or ask you, he doesn't tell you anything, but he asks you, hey, honey, I, 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 I want to quit my paying job, and I want to go do full-time missions and not be paid a penny for it. What are you, what are you thinking? <laughs> I mean, come on. What's going through your right. mind? Yeah, so before this, we had been going to Nicaragua a lot, and we thought, Lord, open a door for us in Nicaragua. We want to do this. And over time, like, no doors were opening, um, and we just realized, wait a second, we're trying to make a God story that's not a God story. This mm. is our story, and we're trying to force it. And so it just, um, there was no peace. So what was funny, and I kind of laugh still about this, it's like, okay, despite all of Chris's great planning <laughs> and maneuvering, um, what was cool about it is, is, is in that moment, I felt the peace of God come over me. There was no question. Like when he said that and it came off of his lips, it was, yes, Lord, this is what you want us to do. There's peace behind this. It's crazy as I could get out, but um, I know that your hand is in this because we could feel his hand not in our desire to go to Nicaragua and give up everything then, even though we still love that place very much. So, wow. Yeah. So Chris quits his job. Mm, he boy. starts doing full-time mission work in Virginia. Mm -hmm. The good news, though, mm -hmm. Nikki, is you were working with Coca-Cola. Yeah. And, and you had a, a management-type job, so um, you were making a little bit more than $9 an hour, which is always <laughs> good in life, right? So, so at least yeah. you, you had benefits and you had a, a good-paying job. And, and so, thankfully, you're still doing that today to help him. To, right, you're 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 doing that today to support the family. Is is that kind of the plan, or what happens next? No. So, um, with, uh, 
So at that time, yes, I was working for Coca-Cola. I actually had just transitioned companies, um, never thinking I was going to transition companies. I was working for General Electric at the time for a little bit over a decade and felt very secure in that role. And when he um, stepped out, I had just transitioned roles with Coca-Cola. So I felt a little bit insecure, to be honest, um, because I hadn't quite built up my credibility. But as time passed, um, and, and we're talking about now today, um, two years ago, um, I resigned from my role um, after having climbed the corporate ladder there for a little bit, um, which um, was a very a huge sense of security um, and provision. Um, but I felt the Lord tell me that um, now it was time for me to step down as well. So people work their whole lives to climb the corporate ladder. You and your husband are both leaders of different organizations, making good money, providing for your families. And now both of you have left the security of a 401k and bonuses and a big boy, big girl paycheck mm. to do yeah. God's work. Perfectly Some, normal, right, Mike? Yes. Sounds like payback to me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that makes com- a lot of common that, that makes common sense, right? I'm I mean, come you. on. Got to write a book here on that. Wow. So we've got about a minute and a half before we go to bake. Nikki, um, today, 2019, you and your husband Chris are on the front lines for Jesus. Just very quickly before we transition to the next segment, um, any regrets? Mm, no. Yeah. No, I think um, his timing has been perfect. Um, It's been a lot of growing and building of character for sure. Um, But we've never seen him in more real ways um, because of that. Wow. So, again, 30 seconds or less, you have a chance to encourage someone out there, Nikki, who is praying about leaving the security of a job to maybe go across the world or to serve full-time missions or to do something, launch a ministry, 30 seconds or less, coach them on on what they should do or how they should come to that decision. Yeah, um, I would just say that it was definitely a confirmation um, at that time that he asked me to step down. It wasn't as if I put my resignation in that day. I could feel that the passion that I once had for work was being shifted. Um, Philippians 2.13 tells us that. And so um, he works out our will and our purpose. Um, and, And when it's that time, you will notice that passion shift and things fall in place Amen. in front of you. Amen. Good story. Well, we're, we're going to share some more God stories, but I feel like I've already heard a God story, how Chris met Jesus, how Chris saved a marriage, how Nikki walked away from the comforts of the corporate world to serve him on the front lines. And we're going to have another couple more minutes with Chris and Nikki Childs. Steve Tiber, Mike Fiala, we're with Eight Days of Hope. You're listening to Hope Reigns. Have you ever felt a kindred spirit with another person, church, or ministry? You know when there's that instant connection with their heart and values? Hey friends, this is Pete Jankowski, lead pastor of Life Church Buffalo. Like so many of you, we became super fans of Eight Days of Hope the moment we were introduced to them. I mean, how can you not? They make God's agenda number one which is to bring hope, love, and restoration to others. That totally resonates with the heart of Life Church. Maybe some of you have yet to make that kind of connection with a local church family. If so, then I'm here to give you a big invitation to check out Life Church this Sunday. Our desire is to make room for people at every stage of belief. 
to be a community that experiences God every time we're together, to grow our faith in accessible ways, and, like Eight Days of Hope, to devote ourselves to bring the hope and love of Jesus to our world, so that those far from God may be brought closer to Him. For service times and information, head over to lifechurchbuffalo.com, because everyone can get in on this. Niagara Gutter loves the Western New York community. They've been serving residential and commercial clients here since 1962. Their team of trained professionals is focused on providing customers with the absolute best service and quality possible. Niagara Gutter takes pride in going above and beyond your expectations. That's why they're trusted by the best in the business. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau for 15 consecutive years, an A rating with Angie's List for 12 consecutive years, and were awarded the Angie's List Super Service Award for three years straight. Let Niagara Gutter service your home. Check out their website at niagara-gutter.com to read reviews of their service, or call them today for an estimate at 695-3500. Mention Eight Days of Hope to receive a 10% discount on your gutter service. Niagara Gutter. Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider. In the last year, America has experienced over 900 natural disasters. Over 600,000 families have had their world turned upside down because in a moment's notice to no fault of their own, their home is destroyed. What if this was you and your family? What would you do? Where would you go? Who would you count on to come and help? Eight Days of Hope is a ministry that has traveled the country, loving and serving families in need. Since 2005, over 4,700 families across America have met these volunteers and had their homes rebuilt for free, all in the name of Jesus. In fact, over $48 million of work has been donated to these families. Eight Days of Hope would like to invite you to learn more about this ministry. If you are a skilled professional or a person who has never picked up a hammer, there's something for you to do at Eight Days of Hope. Please visit 8daysofhope.com for more information. This is Hope Reigns. To join the conversation, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. We're back with you. Steve Tiber and Mike Fiello. Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Thank you so much for listening every week from 9 to 10 Eastern Time. We are live on WDCX. You can listen to us on their website. You can also go to 8daysofhope.com. Listen to today's broadcast anywhere in the world. You can listen to last week's broadcast, and you really want to do that, this being our second show. Today we have Chris and Nikki Charles. Chris serves as Rapid Response Manager. Chris and Nikki with 8 Days of Hope. Chris and Nikki are sharing a little bit about their journey of how he met Jesus and um, you know their, their marriage and Nikki leaving the corporate world of Coca-Cola to do full-time missions. This summer, we are going to be doing something in Buffalo called 8 Days of Hope Buffalo. We can't give you the details yet. They'll be coming the first couple of weeks of April, but man, Mike, I'm excited. It is going to be an awesome time in Buffalo, New York. I know. It's going to be oh, so can't old. wait. Yeah, that's going to hit the map, and it's going to, it's awesome. We're going to have a lot of leaders come from around the country to lead that, and again, we'll be sharing some more details down the road. But Chris, you lead Rapid Response for Eight Days of Hope. That means you go anywhere. In fact, you're in the Southeast right now helping families after the recent tornadoes, but your first trip was in Buffalo. It was in Buffalo, my hometown in Buffalo, about four years ago, Thanksgiving, a boatload of snow. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that journey? And I think you have a unique story you want to share with the listeners as well, one of our God stories of the week. 
I do. Um, came to Buffalo. I know everybody that's listening remembers eight feet of snow. Uh, I've never seen anything like that in my life. I'm from South. Uh, we were down. I mean, we were up there shoveling, 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 getting people out of their homes. Really concerned about the weight on different roofs, and uh, just had a great, great trip. It was Thanksgiving Day, and I'm headed home. We had we felt like we had completed every job that the Lord had asked us to, and we're leaving. While I'm pulling out of Buffalo, I see an elderly gentleman shoveling his driveway. Hmm. And the Lord said, stop and help him. But I wanted to get home. It's Thanksgiving. So I drove a little further, and the Lord was clear and said, stop and help that man. So I stopped. I get out of the truck, and I walk back. And when I get to him and begin to speak, I realize he can't speak. His hands are deformed. He just makes a grunting noise and motions towards the house, and he climbs over the snowbank, and his wife comes out of the house. She shares with me his story. He was in Vietnam, and he was shot 12 times, hmm. once in the face. Hmm. They had run out of a medicine that she needed, and all he was trying to do was help his bride get their car out so she could get the medicine that she desperately needed. We prayed with him, and then we got our shovels out, and we shoveled, and we shoveled, and we got everything clear. And this gentleman has never spoken a word to me, but when we circled up and we prayed and he looked at me, I knew I was exactly where the Lord wanted me to be. And the struggles that we had gone through, quitting jobs and Moving halfway across the country was worth every second. To be standing right where Jesus wants you to be is priceless. And I'll never forget that moment. I've heard you share that story multiple times. And, and again, our, our plan, man's plan, was that we were going to launch our rapid response uh, division in the spring. And I remember you calling me and saying, Steve, I got a crazy idea. Your hometown just got slammed with snow. Mm-hmm. And I want to take some of these southern boys up there with some of our equipment. <laughs> and we want to go to town and share Jesus oh, with these boy. families. And I'm like, brother, go for it. Yeah. Uh, Chris, so what were some of the reactions of the other volunteers who had never seen snow? Uh, do, do, do you remember any of their, their thoughts or, or reactions? Oh, yes. Uh, one of our leaders, Johnny Wiles, he's one of our ambassadors. He lives in South Georgia. He had never seen snow oh, in his God. life. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Ever. And he gets up there, and he's <laughs> just to see him looking around, he's like, man, I had no idea it snowed like this. I'm like, oh, this me. isn't the norm. Oh, that is great. That is great. Uh, thank you, Chris, for sharing that story. I appreciate it. Uh, Nikki, um, so you're you're a, a full-time mom, full-time missionary, full-time bride, full-time I mean, I know Nikki. I'm telling you, Mike. Wow. Nikki, if God gave me a company tomorrow and I, I he might he might, you never know. <laughs> but there's like, you know, a handful of people that I that I could call tomorrow and say, "Would you lead this company while I do this thing 8 days old?" Nikki is one Nikki. of those people. Be Nikki. Yeah. Nikki is one of these people. Yeah. So Nikki, how hard is it to to be home and walk away from the corporate world and tell us a little bit. You have volunteered with 8 days old for many, many years. Maybe share a time where you you volunteer with your kids and tell the listeners how a family can get involved with 8 days old. So there's a couple questions there. Um, kind of how you're doing with the transition with the kids and how is it to be on the front lines with a family? Sure. Um, 
Well, I would tell you that the journey of the transition is still a journey. Um, and I never really thought it would be that way. Um, I kind of feel like I can shift gears usually, but I think downshifting a lot was, ooh, that was quite a transition. And so, but the Lord has been good. Um, he has surrounded me with some friends that just continue to point me to Christ. Um, it's been amazing because what I have learned through this is how much stock I put into work being my identity. And um, there's been times of mourning, believe it or not, and um, just mourning the loss sometimes of, you know, who I was or the influence that I had or the significance. And instead of that, replacing it with all of that through Christ. You know, Paul talks about his resume and how much of a, you know, Jew of Jew he was and how much training he had, and um, as he was talking to his audiences, but yet he reminds them that the confidence in flesh compares nothing to the confidence in Christ. And um, that, honestly, is probably a very recent lesson that I'm still allowing to soak into my soul and um, build me back up and to, Lord, let it not be my own pride. Let it be instead confidence in you and um, resting and just being and giving you the details of my life. So um, Paul right now is my hero, and um, I just continue to lean on him in the way that his life so drastically changed when Christ came into his life. So um, that's the transition for me personally um, and and where that stands. So, So, um, yeah. Yeah, so Nikki, you really, it's not like you really are finding yourself as a person in Christ. And, uh, and, and so it's an, it's, an, it's an awesome place to live. But help me with the, the math here. Do I understand you have three, three kids of your own and two yeah. foster? There's five people, yeah. young people, that are running around your house. Little people. <clears throat> little people. <laughs> they're, they're not so little, man. They're growing, though. I saw them not too long ago. But, yeah, five. And one of them is yeah. an awesome singer we, have, oh, we, yes. we sang together. But Thank you. you know, how, how does that really play out there's pros and cons you're you know you're, you're full-time missionaries you know your husband's gone from many times and, and pl- how does that play out on a day-to-day basis five kids missionaries now i know god's got a hold of your life but how does give us a what does a day look like uh, what does a week look like when you're when these <laughs> things are going on what's your life like <laughs> crazy Crazy, absolutely crazy. So, um, and you know, it doesn't take much to see the odometer of my car to know how much <laughs> miles I drive. I think. So, um, you know, during a normal week, um, we are homeschooling um, our three our three biological kids and our two fosters go to daycare um, just to continue to give them structure and some consistency that that they had a little bit in their life uh, before they came into our home. Um, and I don't know, it's uh, outside of the homeschooling, which is a job within itself. You know, I continue to just pray, Lord, help me see the joy in homeschooling mm-hmm. um, and because, it's, because it's necessary for us. And in order for us to go out on the road and be with Chris when we can, 
um, we um, choose homeschooling for that flexibility. Um, So that it's really key for us. And it's been beautiful to see how um, that, I don't know, just to see our kids grow and not just knowledge, but also in their faith as they see Chris and many volunteers, you know, give up their normal day um, to help someone else. Well, help me out here a little bit. Most people in your situation, three biological kids, you know, that would be enough (laughs) to, to what, what, how do you tell me a little bit about the, the heart and the thought Two additional foster kids. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, it's kind of interesting because I feel like I'm actually learning how to be a mom full time. So, um, (laughs) when God put this on our heart, um, to foster it, it didn't feel necessarily like a calling, but a call to obedience. Um, I don't see in the words of the Bible where it says, if you feel called, Come on. take care of the wow. orphan. Come on. Yeah. Preach so, um, you know, being that our history, as you've heard through our testimony and struggles with drugs, um, we know that many people surrounded us during that time. Um, where we were the ugliest of the ugly, the neediest of the needy, and they were Jesus to us. They carried our burdens with us, and they carried us to Jesus. And um, there are times like that in other people's lives where they need people to surround them, too. And that includes, you know, parents who may not have had a good shot at life um, or even heard Jesus. Um, So... Um, this is our opportunity to allow them to get their feet up from under them and um, maybe take a breath and work on themselves while they try to become healthy so that they can then in turn have a healthy family. Um, so we just feel like it's our part. Um, it's hard. Um, I have learned more about the depth and definition of mercy than I have ever thought I would. (laughs) That stretches me in many ways. Um, But um, it's been worth it. So, yeah, that's kind of fostering in a nutshell at this time for us. So so and, wow. so so, yeah. are, so Chris, are you and Nikki gonna like write a book or something? Because uh, I'm now I'm hoping you give me a free copy, but if not, I'll I'll pay something. <laughs> I promise. I'd love to buy your book, Chris. I, we only got about thirty forty five seconds left, Chris. But you've taken your family on front lines for Jesus. Um, you left the security of making a dollar, Nikki making a dollar. Chris, just again, we got about thirty seconds. What's going through your mind today? What's next for the Child's family? Uh, wherever the Lord leads us, brother, um, we just love that he's using us, that he gives us the opportunities to go to these disasters. And uh, like I shared last uh, last time, just that emptiness that I used to see in the mirror, I can see it lifted off of people. Amen. These little mm-hmm. foster kids, when they came to our house, and it was obvious they had no hope just to see them flourishing. It's we love it. So wherever the Lord wants us to do, our answers, yeah. I really feel like we could have like another couple weeks with the childs. And yes. I, I hate that the clock is ticking, but uh, Chris and Nikki, thank you. We we love you yes. guys. We've seen and walked life with you. 
uh, all of us imperfected, yes. right? Yes. But walking and showing mercy and grace and, and watching each other grow in the Lord. We love the two of you so much. Absolutely. Wish you nothing but the best. Listeners, if you didn't listen to last week, go to our first broadcast. Nikki, we'd love to have you come on again, both of you, if you guys would do that at some point. Absolutely. Sure. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Chris and Nikki Childs. Chris serves as Rapid Response Manager for Eight Days of Hope, and Nikki and the family travel across the country as they love and serve people in need. For more information, go to 8daysofhope.com on how you can volunteer with us. This crazy 2019 winter has done some serious damage to many roofs and gutters across western New York. If you're one of the homeowners who have been affected, repair your storm damage and prevent future damage with Niagara Gutter, Western New York's premier gutter experts. With almost 60 years of service in the Buffalo community, they provide the absolute best quality gutters and service in the area with incredible prices. Niagara Gutter is dedicated to serving the Western New York community and has excelled not only at serving its customers, but also the community it serves. They work local, help local, and give local. That's why they've partnered with organizations like Eight Days of Hope and the Buffalo City Mission. Call Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider at 695-3500. Mention Eight Days of Hope to receive a 10% discount on your gutter service. Or check out their website at niagara-gutter.com. Niagara Gutter, Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider. Kingdom Bound 2019, New York's largest Christian music festival, is coming to Darien Lake Theme Park July 28th through the 31st for four amazing days. Experience the best in Christian music with For King and Country, Crowder, Bethel Music, Danny Gokey, Passion Music, and dozens more artists and speakers this summer at Kingdom Bound. Camp on grounds or commute each day and experience all the festival has to offer for the entire family. Find out more and register today at KingdomBound.org. That's KingdomBound.org. In the last year, America has experienced over 900 natural disasters. Over 600,000 families have had their world turned upside down because in a moment's notice to no fault of their own, their home is destroyed. What if this was you and your family? What would you do? Where would you go? Who would you count on to come and help? Eight Days of Hope is a ministry that has traveled the country, loving and serving families in need. Since 2005, over 4,700 families across America have met these volunteers and had their homes rebuilt for free, all in the name of Jesus. In fact, over $48 million of work has been donated to these families. Eight Days of Hope would like to invite you to learn more about this ministry. If you are a skilled professional or a person who has never picked up a hammer, there's something for you to do at 8 Days of Hope. Please visit 8daysofhope.com for more information. Welcome back to Hope Reigns. To join Steve and Mike, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. Welcome back to Hope Reigns. Steve Tiber with Mike Fiala. Thank you so much to our partners, Life Church in West Seneca, New York. You guys rock. Love Pastor Pete. 
Kingdom Bound and Eight Days of Hope were coming together this summer above and beyond what we did the last two years, Mike. So I'm excited for that as well. It's just going to be an exciting summer here in Buffalo. Oh, I can't wait. So excited that, Steve, you're back in Buffalo and Eight Days of Hope warehouse. Great stuff. Great stuff. So Eight Days of Hope has a facility on Kensington Avenue. Stop by sometime and say hello. Now, that building serves Mm. as our Northeast satellite. Yes. Inside that building, we have equipment. We have leaders and volunteers in the area that go anywhere in the Northeast to respond to a disaster. But that building also is an incubator for other ministries, Mike. We have nine other ministries housed out of that facility. We still have some space. So if you're a ministry that is just launching or you need some extra room, um, contact us at info at 8daysofhope.com. We'd love to share some space with you and do some things for the kingdom. So what kind of ministries, Steve, are in there at this point? Yeah, right now there's a gentleman um, that leads uh, something called Dads, and what he does is he pours into young gentlemen in the inner city of Buffalo awesome. who don't have a stay-at-home father or maybe have a, a, a an adult male in their life. Um, I love uh, uh, Upward Design uh, is in, in our building as well. Uh, this lady, Deanne, she she serves the refugees in the area with free furniture. She's a designer by trade, and she helps decorate their apartments or homes once they move in. They might have a lot of furnishings, so they provide that. Teacher's Desk has a warehouse where mm. we're at. A lot yeah. of people know John, Mike, and all the great work they do Absolutely. there. Uh, we have um, uh, a lady called the Grant Lady. The grant lady. She helps nonprofits and <laughs> okay. ministries. She teaches you how to apply for grants. Okay. There's so much more to our building. But again, if you're looking for some warehouse space or some office space, uh, contact us. If you have a home in Western New York, Mike, probably this winter has beat up your house a little bit. It's beat up mine. I've only been back <laughs> for six months. But if you're looking for some gutter work done, please contact one of our partners, Niagara Gutter. And you'll hear their spots play from time yeah. to time. I love Brad Klein. Love his heart. Love love their business. They love to give back, and we appreciate I'm their partnership. Definitely be. I mean, I stood under my gutters just the other day, and I got just a dump on with oh, water. Man. So we're going to have know. to give them a call for sure. It's happening. Hey, so Chris and Nikki Childs, a mm. um, couple minutes just to refresh. So last week we heard how Mike, met, uh, excuse me, how Chris met the Lord. Right. How Nikki. Um, just kind of drew a line in the sand, enough was enough. But how the body of Christ, a local pastor, Mm -hmm. a local congregation, came along this couple. How important, and Mike, you've been a pastor, how important is that when the body of Christ sees a need that they respond as a whole family? Steve, it's life or death. It's change or not change. I mean, when when you see a need in somebody's life, how could you not... Especially, you know, the pastors, uh, a a good close friend, you, you, you just have to open up, pour in, love on them, be honest with them, be tough on them sometimes, but just wrap yourself around them. And that's, that's the biggest thing when, that I heard with these with these two guys. There was always somebody there at the moment that they needed just just to be loved on, to be hugged, to be, uh, have a word, uh, a scripture verse, something, a prayer. And that's how it works. We can't I'll be out there on our own and say, I'm going to get saved today. I'm going to turn my life around. You'll never do it. Sure. So, so the church comes alongside them, and then both of them, in the world's eyes, the secular world, mm-hmm. you know, non-believers would say, this is pretty radical. You both leave big boy, big girl paychecks, the comfort of a 401k and bonuses and expense Absolutely. account, and you go on the front lines for Jesus. That's radical. Well, they're going to think, yeah, they're going to think they're radically nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and I'm going to press a little bit further. Here's a couple that had people wrapped around them. They 
that help them change their lives. And what do they do? They're not only serving full-time and giving of themselves, they're taking on foster kids in addition to the three that they have because people help them and they want to give back to others. That is incredible to me. That's amazing to me. Yeah, listen to the original broadcast of Hope Reigns, and Chris will share with you how God used him, some choir members, mm-hmm. two semi-skilled people, right. and um, another hodgepodge of people who weren't very <laughs> gifted with their hands, and how they built a house in eight days That's right. in Smithville, That's right. Mississippi, after an EF4 tornado mm. took away a man's home. And remember, his, man, his name was Elvis. Right. And Elvis, the previous 21 days, mm-hmm. he lost his bride of many, many years. Mm-hmm. His house blew away, and his son's home burned down. Mm-hmm. And then strangers who had never met before come together, and in eight days, they rebuild a, a home for free, Mike. That's right. Oh, my gosh. It's God used a drug addict, mm. a, co- <laughs> a lady in the corporate world. Right. They walk away. He gives his heart to Jesus. Their marriage gets restored. They're making a difference for Jesus on the front lines. You've got to go back and listen to these stories. As I said, if you ever, ever, if you're out there today and you're listening and you're hearing this and you you had that question, is there really a God? I mean, our world's a mess. My life's a mess or whatever's a mess. God is in the business of cleaning up messes and turning them around. That's what these stories are about. There is a God, and he's there looking at you saying, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. (laughs) We see it it all the time, Steve. Uh, So thankful for Chris and Nikki. Chris, one of our 152 leaders with Eight Days of Hope. Um, You might be a skilled professional, a plumber, a roofer, electrician, a painter. You might be a single dad or a single mom. In in your mind, you aren't gifted at all. Don't let the enemy trick you. When God created you, he stepped back and he said, wow, another mm-hmm. awesome creation, right? Amen. And so I want to encourage you, go to our website, 8daysofhope.com, submit your email address, and whenever we go anywhere in the country, including 8 Days of Hope Buffalo yes, in July, yes, yes. we will let you know where you're going. It's free. We provide the food and lodging. You just have to get there. We have all the tools. We have leaders. Mike, week number two is in the books. I'm excited. This is fun. This is, you know, it's just fun, exciting. The stories that are going out, I know, Steve, they're going to change lives as they're just kind of bringing us a a change, too. I mean, I I said last week, I feel like I'm on an eight days of hope trip right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm up here. I mean, I'm just walking on cloud nine. It's just awesome. Love the stories. Love being with you. Love the show. So thankful that we get an opportunity to share these things. And we're thankful for the listeners. Please share this uh, broadcast with other people that you know every week from 9 to 10. So thankful for WDCX. Um, So upcoming this summer, very quickly, Eight Days of Hope Buffalo. But we also are planning two rebuilding trips. Most likely one would be in North Carolina help out the families rebuild after Hurricane Florence, and back to Panama City area, help families with Hurricane Michael. We don't have those details yet, but again, if you go to our website, submit your email address, and uh, we will uh, keep you in the loop. Mike, thank you so yes, much for everything. Thank you. It's good to be with you. Father, we thank you for the show. Yes. We thank you for the child. We thank you for their heart. We thank you for who they are in you. Thank you, Father, for Charlie who opened up his garage for Chris. Thank you for the families that came along the trials. Father, we thank you for those who support Chris and Nikki as Mm full-time missionaries with financial gifts. Father, bless them today as they serve the kingdom on your behalf. We ask all this in your son's name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Eight Days of Hope, Hope Reigns. Can't wait to talk to you next Saturday. 
Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.